How's everybody doing today? Let's go ahead and rise to our feet as we just prepare our hearts and our spirits for worship. Amen.
If you believe that tonight, give God a shout of praise. Come on, church. There's joy in the house today. Come on, children of God, give them a shout of praise. Who am I that the highest king would welcome me? I was lost, but he brought me and oh, his love for me. Oh, his love for me. Come on, sing Come on. I am chosen, not 
is your love Lord when I see you in the storm call me out to the deeper water so I can see myself walk upon just as you do Lord when you lead me to places that I don't know I know you're just on the other side Lord I thank you that you've never forsaken me that I am 
here today, I pray that you make that very clear to me, to all of us, God. I pray that our hearts would be open to your word so that we can see your face everywhere that life takes us, God. Let your hand be written on the wall, God. I thank you, God, for everything you've done in my life. I'll let you do it again. Everyone say in Jesus' name, amen. Church, thank you for being here tonight. Why don't we just greet each other as we come close uh, to worship? Amen, amen. Good evening, church. How's everyone doing tonight? Good, good, good. I'm so glad you guys are here. Uh, welcome to New Beginnings. My name is AJ Kelly. I'm one of your worship leaders here at New Beginnings. Um, real quick, before we get started, is anyone, uh, I don't want to embarrass anybody, but is anyone joining our church for the very first time tonight? Welcome, welcome, guys. Wow, a lot of you guys. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for joining. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us today. And if you're joining online for us for the first time as well, we want to welcome you. Um, church, it's been a busy month already. It's just the beginning of December, and it's been so busy for all of us trying to get Christmas in order, trying to get, you know, trying, you know, going our jobs, doing school, whatever it is that you guys are doing in your lives. Um, it's busy here at New Beginnings as well. We just have a few uh, announcements for you guys uh, before we get started. Um, First and foremost, uh, under his construction is hosting <laughs> is hosting an Angel Tree Winter Wonderland event this coming Friday from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. And I believe it's free, right? It's free. It's free to go. It's free to go. There's going to be lots of activities. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be lots of activities for the kids, adults, families, and so much other things. But most importantly, the main uh, reason why they're holding this event is because the angel tree that we've been talking about, talking about for, the, for so long, they're going to distribute all of those gifts that you guys um, bought um, for those kids, and they're going to distribute them. So you guys are going to be able to see the joy that those kids get when they receive the gifts that you guys got. Yeah, no, give it up. That's all you guys. <clears throat> Definitely. So that's this Friday. Uh, this Friday uh, from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m., and they... Um, I think they are going to need volunteers as well. They're, so if, if, you're, if you want to do something, if you want to be a part of that as well, they're going to need volunteers. Um, so for Thanksgiving, we, we did uh, Thanksgiving baskets um, where we provided families and people with uh, food for Thanksgiving. We're doing the same exact thing again for Christmas. We're going to do uh, Christmas food baskets as well. Um, this is for fa- if you would like to um, sponsor if you want to give a food basket to a family this season, or if you would even like to receive one yourself, um, 
registration is open online for that. Um, the deadline is December 14th, so that's next Thursday, Wednesday. Next Wednesday is the deadline, December 14th for that. Um, they are $45 each, and um, they're going to distribute these food baskets on uh, that following Saturday, the 17th, uh, and it's going to be, uh, be followed by the men's potluck breakfast as well. Men, men's potluck breakfast, if you have a favorite dish that you like to eat for, uh, for breakfast and you want to share that with your brothers in Christ, uh, go ahead and make that, bring it to these men, share a meal, share life with your brothers, uh, encourage each other as well. Um, and then following that breakfast, ending at 10 a.m., uh, they're going to distribute those Christmas baskets as well as to the families. Um, so, again, if you're feeling led to do either of those things, we encourage you to do that. Uh, give that gift. This coming Saturday, uh, New Beginnings Kids, our ministry is hosting a parents' night out. Um, parents, if you have Christmas shopping that you, that you still got to do or you just want to go have a night out to just yourselves, Bring your kids. There's going to be leaders here, uh, ministers here from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. this coming Friday. You do have to register online for that. The last uh, time to register is December 8th, which is tomorrow. So uh, register your kid online. Like I said, if you need to get Christmas shopping done, you just want to go have a night out, just you and the honey, uh, register online and bring your kids. They're going to have so many activities. Uh, They're going to feed them as well. And, of course, it wouldn't be ministry if we weren't ministering to the kids and telling them about Jesus. So they're going to learn a lot of scripture. They're going to learn all kinds of certain things, and they're going to have a blast. It's going to be awesome. Speaking of children, this coming Sunday is our child dedication service following our second, uh, second service this coming Sunday. Um, you have to register online for that as well. You can register online, or you can call our main office as well and just let them know, hey, I want to dedicate my child. And parents, this is, don't take this lightly. This is a serious moment for you and your child's life. Um, in 1 Samuel, when Hannah found out that she was going to have a child, she promised herself and she promised to God that, he, that she was going to give this child because a child is a gift. The child that you are taking care of is a gift from God. And she gave it back. She gave her son back to him and, and raised him up in the Lord. And so that gives you the opportunity to, opportunity to do the same thing as well, to raise up your kids in the ways of the Lord, teach them about God, teach them about Jesus' love, and show that to them. That way one day when they're ready to give their life to Christ, it's because of you, because you were a role model to them in that life. So again, this coming Sunday is child dedications following our second service. Um, and that's about it for tonight. Church, we want to thank you for being here, and, and nothing would be possible uh, without your good stewardship and your tithing as well. So we want to say thank you on behalf of everyone here at New Beginnings Church and you guys. You guys make this place happen with your giving. Um, there's a few ways to give. It's on the screen behind me. You can text to give. You can do it on our app. You could do it online, or we have envelopes outside, and then if you already have one, We have drop boxes on your way out as you're dismissed tonight that you can just put that in. Uh, Church, again, thank you for being here. And why don't we give a warm welcome to our senior pastor, Pastor Richard.
This is our Advent season, and at this time, Debbie Tate is going to come and read from the Advent reading as we continue to light our Advent candles. A place to lay your head, warmth and shelter from the elements, rest and welcome, a spot at the table, food to eat, conversation. These are essential to good hospitality. We focus this Advent season on entertaining angels, showing hospitality to one another and strangers in our midst. Surely Joseph and Mary making their way to Nazareth from, uh, from Nazareth to Bethlehem, longed for a place to stay. Their arrival at the busy, crowded inn resulted in closed doors and no room except the cattle stall. Using what they had, these new parents created a bed in a manger with straw and a swaddling clothes, transforming a trough into a treasure chest. What glorious, wondrous love is this? Little is much when God is in it. On this second week of Advent, we have lit the candle of love. Who in our midst shall we make space for? Who needs to open a card of greeting or find a seat at a table? What place will be prepared in our homes and in our hearts to show and share love? The writer of Hebrews exhorted, keep on loving each other. Stay on good terms with each other, held together by love. Be ready with a meal or a bed when it is needed. Behold, let us love one another because God is love. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God for God is love. God's love is, was revealed among us in this way. God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. In this love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, since God loved us so much, we ought to love we ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God lives in us and his love is perfected in us. We give glory to God for love. May God truly bless the reading of his word over our life. Amen. <laughs> Young people, you may be dismissed to the youth class. You guys be blessed and be, continue to be a blessing to us and to your college and your high school and your junior high. It is such a joy to have you in the house of God. Hey, on the way in... You should have been given a devotional called Angels, Entertaining Angels. If you didn't get one, make sure you get one on the way out. This is the devotional carrying you all the way to Christmas. 
And it's in lieu of our Christ's birthday observance where we focus on the Lord during this time. Uh, Some people get all shook up and say, Jesus wasn't really born during this time. You know what? Uh, Nobody knows the exact day or time that he was born, but we celebrate it during this time. So don't get all shook up if we do that and you go, you shouldn't do that. Well, then don't do it, but we do. And, uh, and uh, don't get all shook ups. Don't get so legalistic. Uh, there's some things that are very, very true you cannot waver from. And there's others that we don't know exactly. And those things, we just keep growing and walking together in Christ. Amen? Amen. Guys, there's opportunities to do ministry this Friday. Please uh, join us in, if you, especially if you bought an angel tree gift, you could come and be a part of presenting it to those children and if you didn't buy a gift, that's okay. We could use your, your help in throwing a really big old party for the kids. And it, they're going to gather here at 4 o'clock, and then it's going to go on for a couple, three hours. And it's just going to be a lot of fun, and we hope you will be here for that. Amen? There's another opportunity for you to partner with uh, ministry. Uh, Steve, come on up real quick. Like, There's a ministry called Impact Nations. And uh, we have been partnering with them to just do uh, a great work. And there's a booklet that you will be able to have. There's a catalog. I don't think we have them in here, but they're out on the, uh, the, the donut table. And you could go through there, and there's ministries you could literally be involved in around the world. Uh, you could give a $5 gift, and you could feed a, a, a whole bunch of people. And there's a lot of different things you could do. And that's really, really neat. So we're hope you're going to be a part of that. I want to make sure all of you come out on Friday, the 16th of December, because we're going to have a party here. It's going to be a Christmas social. It starts at six o'clock that night for two hours. We're going to have all kinds of desserts. And there's going to be a jazz band here that is just phenomenal. And it's just a time for you to hang out with your friends and here at church and just sit around the table talking, yapping, talking about Christmas stuff, singing some Christmas songs, and just encouraging each other. And I really hope you're going to be a part of that. But let's get into the Word. Guys, I'm doing this series that I'm calling New Horizons, where we really start looking at life differently. Because we have a tendency to look at things And we don't really see them as they are, but we end up seeing them as they are, and we end up seeing them in a manner that, you know what, you really end up messing yourself up because you look at things and you call things that are as if they are not, and you call things that are not as they are, and that's what faith is all about, to really start believing God for things that we can't see in the natural, but we see in the spirit, and God ends up delivering that to us. And... We need to understand that you see what you, 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 what you see is what you get. So what is it you're looking at? What is it you're seeing? Because in the gospel of Matthew chapter 6, look at verse 22 and 23. He says, your eye is a lamp that provides light for your body. And he says, when your eye is good, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is bad, in other words, what are you looking at? And how do you look at it? Your whole body is filled with darkness. 
And if the light that you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. God, help us to really get it, Lord. What we see is what we get. And I pray that we really see through eyes of faith, eyes of righteousness, eyes filled with the love of Christ so that we can be filled with goodness and not wickedness. And Lord, if we think we are actually good when we really know we're not, how messed up are we for real? God, guide us, help us, lead us, instruct us. I pray in the name of Jesus and God's people said, amen. Amen. Man, I love you guys. You guys are wired up and fired up tonight. This is good stuff. Now look, I really want to help us understand how to look, how to see things. Because sometimes we see things and we see things in a way that are skewed and they're not really filtered by the Holy Spirit. They're filtered by our life. In life, we have gone through different experiences. We have gone through different trials and tribulations. We have gone through stuff. Stuff has happened to you. Stuff has happened to you as an individual, you as a family, you as a, a core, you as a couple, you as a, 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 a just a group of people. And because those things happen, now we have have a tendency to look through life with those filters on. And we look through life, and as we look, we filter them with all that. So if you don't trust people, you don't trust anybody. So when you look out there, you go, I don't trust you, I don't trust you, I don't trust you, I don't trust you. And people show that you're trustworthy, and you prove it over and over, but they still don't trust you. And you're looking through these glasses that are are not rose-colored glasses. They're polluted glasses. They're messed up. I I didn't used to wear glasses, and now that I do, sometimes my glasses are filthy, and I literally can't see, and I tell my wife, man, I can't see, and she bought me this little kit that you spray, and then you wipe, and and she goes, let me clean your glasses, and I'm like, ta-da, I can see again, man, I couldn't, I literally, it's, it's for those of you that wear glasses, you know what I'm talking about, don't you, where you're all smudged, and people are smudged, and you go, wow. I had never noticed how blurry that person is. (laughs) And they're not blurry. Your eyes are blurry. And some of us are seeing things in a way that are destructive. So I want us to help us to learn how to see things different. And the first point I want to make is you can't change everything. Understand that you cannot change everything. So deal with it. No, listen, deal with it. There's some things you cannot change. There's some things that you cannot filter out. You cannot, it is what it is, and you gotta deal with it. So you gotta take it in and say, wow, life is messed up. Some people are mean, some people are not. Some people are good, some people are bad. And you know what? Deal with it. You can't change everything. Some of us are trying to change everything. Yeah, uh, oh, if I marry him, I will change him. <laughs> yeah, right. How did that work out for you? If I marry her, I will change her. I'm doing evangelism dating. I'm going to turn her into a Christian. You can't even turn yourself into a Christian. How do you expect to turn someone else into one? Only God can change someone. Only God can transform someone. Only God can do the changing. I joke around, but the only thing you can change on anyone is their diaper. And boy, some people have dirty diapers, and they need changing. But we cannot change anyone. 
we can add to their life and we can add to their and help them along, but you cannot do it. And some of you are wasting your time constantly trying to change someone, change your husband, change your wife, change your children, change your mom, change your dad, change your brother, change your sister, change the people at work. Let me tell you something. When God gets a hold of you and changes you, he will change the atmosphere around you. He will make the change. People are going to see a difference and they're going to say, man, I don't know what took place in your life. I don't know what kind of weekend you had, but man, you used to be a jerk and now you came back and God, I actually want to be around you. You seem to have a sweetness to you. You seem to have a, a charm to you. You seem to have a light shining from you. There's something different about you. And you go, yes, it is. It's called the blood of Jesus. It got a hold of me and shook and changed me. And it got the bad out and it put the good in. Look what it says in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 30. A peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. Jealousy is like a cancer in the bones. Ay, 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 for some of you that are jealous. Oh, my goodness gracious. You know what I thank God? I Look, I mean, everyone has a certain amount of jealousy. God gave us jealousy. God is a jealous God. He doesn't want to share you with anything or anything else. He says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul. He wants to be first and foremost in your life. If there's anything else before him, he is jealous of that. He's saying, why is it that you go to that instead of to me? Why is it that you cling to that instead of to me? Why is it that you chase after that instead of chasing after me? We serve a jealous God, but he's not like psycho jealous. (laughs) It's okay to be, there's a certain amount of jealousy. Look, I've, I've got some jealousy in, in me. I, I see when some men look at my wife, and I'm like, orale, you're sinning. I, I could look at my wife like that, but you better not look at my wife like that. And I see how some of you have looked at men, and you're there. Oh, and, and you know what? You're not, look, but some of you ladies, guys, and some of you men, calm down. Chill out. Your wife answers the phone at her work. Hello, may I help you? This is Richard. This is Susie or whatever. Why are you answering so nice? Who are you waiting for? Well, I get get paid to be nice. Why are you so nice? You're not nice on me like that at home. Oh, my gosh. Get a life already. Says it's cancer to your bone. Some of you all twisted up. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you're so nice. Well, I'm a greeter at the church. I'm supposed to be nice. Well, why don't you be a greeter at the house and be nice at home? Oh, man. Why don't you come in nice at the church? Come in nice at the house. Man, it's like, chill out. You can't change anyone. So deal with it. Change you. Say, God, I want to be the man that you want me to be. God, I want to be the woman you want me to be. So start being the woman of God or man of God that God has you to be. And when you become that, everyone else around you is going to change. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. When you start making the changes in your life that God wants you to have, people will start respecting you and saying, I want to make the same changes you did. How did you do it? And before you know it, you go, you know what? I, I really didn't do it. God did it. Oh, I know, I know, no. But you're like, no, really, God did it. What I did is I prayed to receive him, and then I've been trusting him. 
And there's times I don't know how to trust him. And I just say, God, I don't know how to trust you right now. I'm kind of stressed out. I don't know how to do this. And God, because I don't know how to do this, I need your help. Because right now, I want to do it my way. And I really want to do it your way. So God, would you help me? And guess what? He will help you. God comes through. God takes care of you. God will be there when you least expect it. All you have to do is say, God! He goes, here I am. He says, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things that you do not know. I don't know about you. There's a lot of things I still don't know and there's things I want to know and I cry out to him, Jeremiah 33, 3. That's what it says. And we need to cry out to God. Look, look what it says in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. He says, don't worry about anything. That's easier said than done, isn't it? Even as I say that, you're going, yeah, don't worry, don't worry. You don't even know what I'm going through. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's easy for you. You don't have any problems. Yeah, right. I walk up here with a crutch and a cane, and I have to use a walker, and I'm all jacked up. I, I told you on Sunday, I was talking to somebody the other day, and my hip, it gives out every once in a while. So I'm talking to somebody, and my hip went like that. And they went, orale. They did it back like if I'm joking around. Oh, yeah, hey, I don't have anything better to do. Orale. My gosh. Says, don't worry. Oh, you don't have anything to worry about. You have a perfect marriage. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect for me. But sometimes I go, oh, God, please change my wife. And you know what she does? Oh, God, please change my husband. He says, don't worry about anything. But he gives us an option. He says, don't worry. Instead, every time you see instead, it's going to give you a different option to do. It's going to give you something different you could do. He says, don't worry. Instead, pray. Pray, 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 pray. Pray, 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 pray. Pray, 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 pray. Pray about everything, he says. And tell God what you need. And thank him for all he's done. So say, God, hijo, I'm, I'm kind of stressing I don't want to stress. I'm starting to worry. I'm not supposed to worry. So God, I'm going to pray. And this is what I need. I don't even know what I need. Sometimes, have you ever not known what you need? You don't even know what to answer. If someone says, what do you need? Yeah, I don't even know. I don't know. I'm all messed up. My wife's all crazy. She says, what are you going to change? I don't even know what to change. I put a new shirt on and new pants and everything. And she's not talking change your clothes. Sometimes she's even saying that because you stink. But, but she's saying change. Change your heart. And ladies, it's not just the men, ladies. Come on, you too. We need to change. He says, pray about everything and tell God what you need and then thank him for what he's done. God, I already know you've done it in the past. I know you could do it again. I know what you've done for me then. I know you could do it now. I know what you've done now. I know you're going to do it even in the future. See, we pray with faith. So you know what? You can't change everything. So deal with it. Understand that. Accept that. And then start living in the now. And say, God, I need your strength now because I thought I could change this. I can't change it. But I know you can. My son or daughter is a knucklehead, but I know you could change them. My son, my husband or wife is a knucklehead. Lord, I'm a knucklehead. Are you with me? You just get honest with God and say, change us. 
I got to deal with this because this is what it is. This is the reality of it. I can't change it, but God, thank you that you can. And then you know, I need to move to the second thing, and you've got to understand that people are hurting, not hurtful. Look, there's some people that are hurtful. Let's, let's get real. There's some people that are just plain, they, they, were, they were kind of born jerks, but they really weren't. They were taught to be a jerk because they were hurt so much. Their mom and dad were all messed up, and they hurt them. Their mom and dad might have abandoned them, and they hurt them. They, they, they ended up with some, some either relative or friend or something, and they got hurt. They're, they're walking around with a lot of hurt in their life. And now, what's the old saying? Hurt people hurt people. But people really aren't naturally hurtful. What they are is they're so broken, they don't know how to reach out. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to handle it. They don't know what is going on in their life. And they don't know that anyone cares. Haven't you ever wondered, does anyone even care? Haven't you ever thought, like, does anyone even, do I matter to anybody? You're broken and you're falling apart. There's a puddle of blood and everyone walks past you. They don't even notice it. And you're going, man, what's going on here? I'm hurting. I'm broken. I'm, I'm really broken, God. I need your healing touch. And then you try to approach them and they kind of lash out at you. Well, they're hurt. They, they don't know you're coming to help. They think you're coming to just lash out one more and give them one more infliction. One more hurt. One more pain. People are hurting. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. They got to see that you really care, that you really want to help them, that you really want to reach into their life, that you really want to reach into the pain of their life, and you're willing to get your hand dirty. Some people don't want to get dirty. Some people don't want to get their, their hands dirty. Do you know we live in a world where there's a lot of brokenness in our streets? And some of that brokenness is in our building. Some of it's sitting right next to you. And you hide it real good. You go, oh, hi, how are you? They said, why don't you greet one another? Oh, hello, how are you? Hi, hello, hi, hi, hi. Oh, you look so cute tonight. What a pretty outfit. And that's guys talking to guys, let alone. (laughs) No, but look, all kidding aside, you're, you're sitting there and you're talking, but you're hiding it really well. And you're saying everything's fine when it's not. And you're saying, I'm good, I'm God, I'm blessed by the best. And you know what? We are blessed by the best. But there's nothing wrong with saying, but I need prayer. I'm hurting. Our family's going through it right now. We got sick people, we got hurt people, we got broken people, addictions all over the place. Our kids are running wild. I prayed with family because they're, look, children, they don't, nobody fights anymore. There was a day and age where, where if someone, you, you might duke it out. And if you won, then it was over. You didn't have this hate. You're like, wow, that about to beat me up, man. That chick beat me up. Now I respect her. Now I respect it. And it was over. Now you were friends. Now you mess with somebody, they go and do a drive-by, they shoot you, they shoot your family, they shoot up your house, they shoot up your car, they shoot up everything. There's brokenness. People are hurting. In the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 9, verse 35, it says, Jesus traveled 
through all the towns and villages in that area, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the gospel, the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind. Say every kind. Every kind. He healed every kind of disease and illness. He can heal anything. But you got to present it to him. You got to say, God, I'm so hurt. I'm so messed up. I don't want to hurt anybody. I'm just so beat up. I don't know what to do. There's mean, tough dudes. Guys that you never think even have feelings. But when they're all quiet and it's all alone, they're broken and hurting and saying, God, help me. Help me. No one sees the pain. I hide it real good. I think I'm really a bad dude, but you're not a bad dude. You're a broken dude. God, heal us. Heal us. Get real. Get real with God. Get real. Understand that you're hurting and quit hurting other people. You're not a hurtful person, so quit hurting people. Surrender your pain and say, God, I need you so desperately. God, I need you so much. I really need you in my life. Help me, God. Help me. Minister to me. And then you got to understand because what you see is what you get. What are you looking at? How are you looking at life? Do you look at life? Do you look at the streets of Albuquerque? Do you look at the people of Albuquerque like a bunch of bums and a bunch of people you're sick of? I'm so sick of this city. So sick of these people. Sometimes you're so broken, you might even think something like that. But you know what God says? I died for them. I died for that homeless guy. I died for that arrogant executive that thinks he's got all that life has to offer him, but he's empty inside. I died for that doctor and that nurse. I died for those people. I was having a surgical procedure yesterday on one of my legs, and when I was there, the nurse that was tending to me says, and Pastor, they, they just know I'm a pastor now. I don't go in there and say, hi, my name is Pastor Mansfield. <laughs> Kiss my ring, bow before me. No, I just, I just go in there and they go, man, you're always so happy. And they go, what are you doing? What, what are you doing? So I end up telling them I'm, I'm part of one of the greatest churches in our city. And I brag about you guys. I brag about you. I brag about God's warehouse. I brag about under its construction. I brag about frontline resurrection. I brag about New Beginnings Church. I brag about this ministry. And she goes, man, pastor, I had surgery on my shoulder and I'm just hurting. So I go, let me just pray right now. And I just laid hands on her shoulder and I prayed. And she bowed her head. She made the sign of the cross and said, pastor, thank you. I didn't do it to make me look all good. And I'm not saying it to you to look all good. I'm saying that you and I can make a difference. You and I can make a difference. You have to understand we can make a difference. We could change this wicked city into a righteous city. We could turn it into a city of God. We could turn it into a city that loves the Lord and that are transformed lives all over the place. So that when you're in the parking lot, you're not all freaked out looking around. When you're shopping, you're not all freaked out looking around. Now, 
look around and be aware of your uh, surrounding, but don't be all freaked out. Just say, okay, I'm getting out of the car now. I'm looking around. There's no one there with an Uzi. I'm safe. Just use wisdom. No, you need to use wisdom because there are people out there that want to hurt people and take you down. But you know what? You can't. You've got to understand, we can make a difference. We need to understand that. We can make a difference. We could change the atmosphere. We could walk into a room, and you're either going to bring light into the room when you walk in, or you're going to leave light in the room when you finally leave, and they go, thank God, they're gone. Be the blessing. Be the one that say, oh, good, they're here. Look, here's Susie, here's Johnny. Yeah, good, they're here. Are they glad when you're near? Or do they go, oh, he's here. She's here. He's here. Uh. Come on, we all know somebody like that, right? Please don't point them out. Don't point them out. Because the scary thing is they don't even know who they are. And if you go, I don't know anybody like that, then you're that person. <laughs> That's all messed up, huh? It's like, I came to church just to be told off. No, no, I, I'm not telling you off. I'm just telling you what's a re- reality. So you can make the changes you need to make. See, so we can make a difference. Jesus told us that in the Gospel of John, chapter 6, verse 9 through 11. There was a young boy here with five barley loaves and two fish. But what good is that with a huge crowd? Jesus says, tell everyone to sit down. So they all sat down on the grassy slopes. The men alone numbered 5,000. That's just the men. That's not even counting the women and children. So when we get to heaven, we'll finally know exactly how many were there. But we know for sure there were 5,000 men. And for them to be called a man, they didn't call you a boy. You were a man. And once you were a man, you were expected to be married. And you were expected to have a lot of children. Definitely a lot of boys. So if you had a bunch of girls, you kept trying to, you got a boy. And then if you just kept getting girls, finally you would say, yeah, that's it. (laughs) But there's 5,000. Verse 11. Then Jesus took the loaves. And he gave thanks to God, and he distributed them to the people. Afterwards, he did the same to the fish, and all ate as much as they wanted. All ate as much as they wanted. Did you hear that? All of them ate as much as they wanted. Now, I could just hear the story when that little boy went home. Mama, you packed me a lunch? You know how you gave me five little barley loaves and two fish? Mama, we fed like 15,000 people. I mean, don't be lying. <laughs> no, mama. Jesus said there was 5,000 men alone. Oh, my goodness gracious, Miko. There was barely enough food for you. Mama, no, look. I, 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 I made a big difference, mama. Mama, I'm a little boy, mama. Mama, you should see what happened. They asked me for my lunch, and I said, well, I just brought enough for me, but go ahead. I don't know what you guys are going to do, and I gave them the lunch you gave me. And mama, Jesus took that lunch and he blessed it. And they all ate. I even got to eat, mama. I got to eat all I wanted. Ay, mijito, haven't I told you not to lie? No, mama, I didn't lie, mama. 
Mama, it was a miracle. Mama, they, they were fed and they were blessed abundantly. Mama, I made a difference today, Mom. Haven't you ever felt like that? That God used you? God blessed you? God used you to bless someone's life and you feel like, yeah, baby, I did my good deed for the day. It's like the other day I was helping some old lady walk across the street. She was screaming and yelling the whole time because she didn't want to go. She wanted to go the other way. <laughs> so, I, that's dumb. I know it's dumb. <laughs> what I'm saying, though, is do something to help somebody. Do help something to help somebody. I mean, God wants to do something great through us. No, listen, through us. You might be saying, yeah, right. Yeah, even you at home, did you hear that? I'm talking to you at home right now. You, you're, you're even in another country right now. God wants to do something through you. He wants to make a difference through you, in your country, in your home, in your neighborhood, at your work, at your school, and every one of us too. Transform life. We can't change them, but God can. But we can make a difference. It's time you and I make a difference. If we're also going to start seeing things different, we got to understand that now is the only time guaranteed. Then it's too late. Right now, right now, now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation, right now. This is the time we're guaranteed because you know what? We don't even know about then. Oh, I'll do it then. No, 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 then might not come. Then might never get here. You don't even know if we're gonna make it through this night. And I don't mean to be all dramatic. The reality, can you imagine if I just went, tan tan? I even thought before, I'd like to die preaching. And then I thought, no, that's messed up. <laughs> See, I would like that, but can you imagine you guys? Orale, man, that's where pastor died. Oh, I don't want to go there. Uh, forget it, man. It'd scar you all messed up, so I, I'd rather not do that. But we don't know when we're going to die. We don't know. Do you know how many phone calls I get? They go, pastor, you're not going to believe it. I just got word that so-and-so died. I'm like, oh, man. People are dying left and right. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. You're guaranteed right, right now, right now. Now is the time. Look what it says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. In other words, use every moment God gives you. If God gives it to bless somebody, guess what you should do? Bless them. If God calls you to pray with somebody, guess what you should do? Pray with them. If God calls you to give to someone, give. If God says to walk with them, walk with them. Minister to what God is saying for you to do. We get all freaked out. We go, no, nah, never mind, never mind. I, don't, I can't do that. Because you're looking through the wrong kind of glasses. You're looking through the wrong kind of filters. The filter you're looking at is that you're not worth anything. And God is saying, don't you understand you're worth dying for because I died for you. That's how much you're worth. You're worth dying for. 
I love you. I want to change your life. I want to transform you, and I want to use you to transform other lives. I want you to be the salt that just makes the food taste perfect and offers a little bit of hunger. You go, mmm, I want some more. I want some more. One of my wife's snacks, she gets salsa, and she puts it in a bowl. She fills that bowl with salsa, and then she gets chips, and she sprinkles a little bit of salt on the chips because it makes her hungry and thirsty (laughs) for more salsa. And the other day, we didn't have chips, so she was there eating chicharrones. Pork cracklings, baby, that's what they call them. Chicharron, I call them chicharrones, or cueritos. Some people call them chicharrones. <laughs> There's a football team that, li- this, no, listen, this is the God-honest truth. They had a cheer. Chicharroni, chicharroni, greasy, greasy. We can bait them, we can beat them, easy, easy. <laughs> I'm going, only in the 505, only in the 505. I, my people, who are called by my name and love chicharrones. But that little bit of salt adds a little bit better. And there's my wife taking advantage of the moment now. Tomorrow's not guaranteed, but these chicharrones are here right now. Take advantage of the moment now. God puts people right in front of you and you walk away going, oh, God told me to pray with him and I didn't pray with him. And so you say a prayer, but it's not the same because God wanted you to pray with them right then and there. He wanted you to minister to them right then and there. There's sometimes God does want you to give them money. I don't give money to everybody because you know what? I give money to the church. Because you know what the church does? It uses those tools to minister at a greater level than we can by ourselves. So I, I, I make sure that my money goes to God's warehouse. I make sure my money goes to under his construction. I make sure my money goes to frontline resurrection. I make sure my money, because I bring it to the storehouse. And some people say, I, will, I can give wherever I want. Yeah, you can, but you know what? If you want to really do it God's way, he says, start with the storehouse. That's the church you're a member of, a part of. Because we can make a difference. And we need to take advantage of the moment right now. And bring the last thing I want to say, if we're really going to start looking at life differently, and we're going to approach it differently, you need to understand that God loves us. Period. That's it. God loves you. Say that with me. Say, God loves me. No, not say, God loves Pastor Richard. Say, God loves me. Yes, believe that. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. See, you say, well, I don't, I mean, okay, God loves me. But you don't understand my life. I don't think he could really, like, love me, love me. He just, like, loves me, but he can't love me, love me. The Bible says while we were still sinners, he died for us. That's love. He didn't wait till you cleaned up your act. Like, you know, if you clean up your act, I might love you. 
No, God says, you know what? You're all messed up. I love you so much, I'm going to clean up your act. See, we don't understand God loves us, punto final, period. That's it. He loves you. Understand that. Take that in because it helps you see life differently. You'll see life in a way that you go, wow, God loves me. And guess what? He even loves them. He loves the those people of life. Have you ever said those people before? Ay, those kind of people are here. Those people showed up. Man, what's wrong with us? We're prejudiced. We're judgmental. Ay, I don't know why he had to bring up those people. I had forgotten all about them. He loves us. He loves them. You know the scripture, John 3, 16 and verse but I lo- look, I love, we always leave out verse 17, but look what 16 says. For this is how God loved us, loved the world, that he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Look at verse 17, though. God sent his son into the world not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. Thank you, Lord. So look what it says in Romans chapter 3, verse 22. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes, no matter what, no matter what, No matter who we are, he loves us. No matter who we are, he wants to transform us. No matter who we are, he wants to forgive us. No matter who we are, he wants to use you. Listen to that and believe it. Take it in. Quit listening to the devil that says, "Ah, you'll never amount to anything. Oh, pastor's getting all hyped up and uh, you're getting all emotional. This is true. This is real. Tell the devil to go to hell where he belongs. Tell him, leave me alone. I'm not going to listen to that garbage anymore. You tell me I'm worthless. I am worth dying for. I am the head and not the tail. I'm the first and not the last. I am a child of God. I have been washed by the blood of the Lamb. I am the righteousness of God. I am a priesthood. I'm a royal priesthood, a holy nation. I'm a peculiar people. I am the people of God. Rise up, O people of God. Rise up and celebrate. Rise up and say, thank you, God. Rise up and say, yes, if God be for me, no one can be against me. Thank you, Lord. Turn to your neighbor right now and say, you are worth it. 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 Now start believing it. Take it in. Believe it. I don't know where you stand with God. I don't know if you're even a Christian. If you're not a Christian, this is your day right now. This is for you. God wants to save you from going to hell. So if you've never given your life to Jesus, come up right now. Come up right now. We want to pray with you. We're not going to embarrass you. Just come up and give your life to Jesus right now. Say, this is for me. Who else? Come on. I know there's more of you. Come on, just come up. Say, you know what? This is my time. This is my time. This is my time. Come and lay hands on her and just say, Father, forgive me of my sins. 
make me brand new. From this day forward, I want to live for Jesus. So fill me with your power. I receive Jesus Christ as my Savior, as my Lord. And I want to walk right from this day forward. In Christ's glorious name, amen. Tomas, turn right behind you. You pray with them too. Some of you just need a filling of God's Holy Spirit. You're saying like, I've been running on empty. Make your way up and surrender your life to Christ. Surrender your attitude. Say, I need new eyes to look through. I need to see it differently. I need a, a, a new beginning. There's people that are going to pray with you. If you're a prayer warrior, get up here and pray with people and start believing with them and start believing that God's going to do a work and God's going to set them free and God's going to set them free from the captivity of the negativity and the destruction that they have been in. So sing out to God. Sing out to God. Cry out to him right now. Start leading us. Sing out to God. Start believing that God is going to do something great. Yes, Lord. I stand in your presence. Sing it out and say, God, I need you. I want you. I'm not going to settle for anything less. I want the best. I want everything you have for me, Lord. Everything you have for me. I'm not going to settle for anything that's a substitute. Right now, right here, I'm holding on to you and you alone. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. And if you didn't come up but you want prayer, just turn to your neighbor and say, would you pray with me right now? Say, I just need prayer. You don't even have to tell them what for. Just say, pray with me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How marvelous and how wonderful is my Savior's love for me. Father, right now we're trusting in the truth of your word. We're not hyped up. Oh, we might be emotional right now. We might be all hyped up. But God, the truth of your word is that if you are for us, nothing could be against us. The truth of the word is that you died for us to set us free. The truth of the word is you filled us with your Holy Spirit so that we can live in victory. The truth of your word is that, Lord, we will constantly be the elite of God. So whether you're in this sanctuary or watching online, receive what God has for you right now. Receive what he has for you. Say, God, in the name of Jesus, I need you, I want you, and I have you forevermore. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. God bless you, church. We love you. Don't forget to pick up your devotional on the way out. Don't forget this Friday, we're going to be here at 4 o'clock for Angel Tree through the night. Bless somebody on the way out. Bless you, brother. Man, your guitar fell. I know, I heard it. And you know what?
meet you around here. I'll be down right now.